Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. This podcast is now brought to you by Bracken.Design, an assets company that are now giving Creative Waffle listeners 20% off if you use code WAFFLE20 at checkout. With Bracken, there's no limited PSD templates or Photoshop actions that will rasterize your type. This means that they're really easy to use and they can give your work that little extra edge, especially when you're creating sports graphics, textures are absolutely key and using premium textures can really set you apart. So there's a link down in the description below and if you use WAFFLE20 at checkout, then you'll get 20% off. Please do go and check them out. They're well worth using in your work. And with that 20% discount, they're absolute steal. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Oh, the recording has started. It's on. We're in. How have you been? Dude, I miss you, man. <laughs> what should you take? It's, it's been, been a long ass time. How incredible to think how much. I was thinking about this the other day. Because I know this was coming up this podcast, and it's it's amazing to think about what's changed since you came to London and we met, 2019. Oh man! And stuff. Those were the good times. I used to go to London like once every year, and that hasn't happened for the past three years. Damn. Well, obviously with the COVID, you know. Life. Yeah. Life. <laughs> you moved to and, Austin. Uh, I moved to Austin. What do you think Austin is like? I, I'm just curious. What what do you think Austin is like? I got married as well in that time. Uh, oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So Austin, um, well, I only know it from what my American wife has told me. Uh, and I know wait, wait, before, wait. Podcast. Sorry. Con- con- congrats. Congrats, by the way, on your on your wedding. I'm, I'm being like, I'm being super rude right now. That was rude of me. Congrats, dude. No. I knew it's because I knew you were married and I knew you got and I'm I pretty sure. See. So I don't, I'm not sure when the last time we chatted was, so I'm not sure who knows I'm married or not. Um, okay. So that's why I mentioned it. I wasn't trying to... Anyway. Um, <laughs> this is bad. Dude, I um, love you, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what do you think about Austin? Like, what do you think about yeah. this place? Uh, your idea your right. idea of this place. Well, very Southern. Um, pretty typical uh, Southern town, but not as Texas as other texas towns if that makes sense so like it's like yep. the woke tech version of texas if that's anything um that's my yeah. current opinion from what i've heard and read and been told but as as all opinions are they're like this, this floating thing we have and then you go there and the opinion completely changes depending on what your actual experience is yeah uh, right. so like, like for example like my parents have been uh well, read the newspapers in england for ages and they're yeah. sort of understand their perspective from what they've read and what people have told them right so like my perspective is everything that i've read and been told and how how i've influenced how influenced i've been um yeah perspective is a weird thing i, I don't really i'm trying to work that out at the moment that's something i've been thinking a lot about is is our perspectives on things and they don't really mean anything it's getting yeah. straight away but you know i don't i just don't I don't know. When someone says, "What's your opinion of Austin?" I don't really have one because. Oh, I'm was that a loaded? There. Was that a loaded question? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the only the only reason why I ask is um, there's a I don't want to name names, but like there's maybe there's a few other people from uh few. I think you're I think they're in our same circle too. They're like okay. um I don't want to say where they're from because that might give it away, but they'd be like. <laughs> Oh, oh, Austin, is that where you like shoot guns and like ride bulls or something <laughs> like that? And like there's like cowboy standoffs and <laughs> you know you what I mean? You can so, do those things in Austin, right? 
you could shoot guns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, I mean, every story here has like a no gun. Please, like, you know, it's uh, my opinion of Austin is like it's kind of like San Diego. It's kind of like California. Like a, really, yeah. it's very similar to where I came from, which is San Diego. So I, I don't see a ton of differences other than um, maybe there's a little more culture here. Like, I can't tell what the San Diego personality is other than, you know, because like they got beaches, they got tacos, they got uh, or like Mexican food. They got like all kinds of mix and matchy stuff. And then here is like. I don't know, like the designers from Austin, they all kind of design the same way. I I don't mean that in in a bad yeah. way. I don't mean that in a bad way at all. A lot of people are like, oh, what, what are you talking about? Every awesome designer is the same. Like, no, uh, I just think there's a, a a style that a lot of Austin designers gravitate to, you know. Um. Anyway, man, let's let's make this personal. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't. I mean, I don't look at many Austin designers, but. Um... Yeah, that's interesting. How what what sort of style are they designing it? Like what what's their go to? Again, I I've, I've been in in trouble for saying a few things, so I'm gonna try to be as careful as I can, but be as honest as I can too. Um, I think a lot of uh, Austin designers go towards like a handmade look, handmade, like um, if 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 there's a logo made, it looks like a handmade looking stamp or something. You know what I mean? Or like a um. Yeah. You got some you got some really amazing badge designers here, really amazing um hand letterers here. Um and like I said, I'm not saying that all Austin designers design that way, but like it it just seems like something that I see uh some of the bigger name Austin designers gravitate towards is is that type of look and that type of style. So I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, if you come out of a certain place and you're coming from the same sort of background, I think yeah, I think that's natural. I think that happens with everyone. I mean, if people coming out of the same part of the UK, I think people will design similar way, have a different same perspective, which is why it's important to have different people in the design studio, right? You have different perspectives on things or different views on the world. There you go. Yeah, do you, I love this, man. This is just like how it was years ago when we would do these um, episodes, you know? Well, I guess for, for people who don't know you, who may be new listeners or... Because half the audience has dropped off since I've gone into the the new series, new the new, the uh, basically come back and started doing them again. Uh, Can I ask you about that stuff, or are you? Yeah. Did you want to ask me a bunch of stuff? I have a lot of questions for you, to be honest, like a ton. Cool. <laughs> and I'm, uh, <laughs> so this is basically like this. This will be the class does like the Christmas special. Like I do want to think have a chat about your year, um, and, and you know, how it's gone and. Um, yeah, and if you've learned anything from this year, looking forward to next year as well. So that's like a typical. Used to do that on this podcast quite a bit, you know, looking back and then looking forward at the at the end of the year. It's quite a nice thing to do anyway. Um, yeah, and we'll have a chat about that. But yeah, I just think I just I just uh, you know ask me anything. Yeah, yeah, it's just basically a chat, <laughs> catching up with you. <laughs> just ask me to be recorded. Well, let's see. Uh, for those who don't know me, um. I am an illustrator slash designer. I hate saying that, by the way, because um, <laughs> I want to pick one, but it's hard. You know what I mean? Like, that, I think I think a lot of people have in my shoes have this dilemma. It's like, am I an illustrator or am I a designer? I would say I'm an illustrator with design principles. Like, I, I illustrate the way a designer would. Like, I don't illustrate the way a comic book illustrator would or uh, a, a caricature cartoonist or 
maybe even a you know an average or a, a typical animator would i illustrate with hierarchy color space shapes I think I think I illustrate more of how a designer would think of how to illustrate something. So um, that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, there it and, is. Like no, so it's not like he's got more rules and more more uh, structure to it. Not as not as like as you see. So basically, Quint, you know, Quinton Blake, the illustrator, who, who he's did all the Roald Dahl books. He died yesterday, or, or I think it was. Yesterday. Oh no, man! Um, yesterday? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh man, rest in peace. And he was like, like nine. Uh, do you know? Do you know who he is? Do you know Roald Dahl, the the author? I don't. Uh, Charlie man. the Chocolate Factory. Okay, okay, I do. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm like Charlie, I'm... Charlie the Chocolate Factory and the the, uh, the witches, I think. And... Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I live under sorry. I live under a rock, everybody. So. Uh, That's all right. It's, it's very in, in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was anyway, but. Um, yeah, fantastic, fantastic illustrator. And that's obviously very free. I, I think the way you're describing how you say you think about things is there's a lot less free. There's more structure and process in place. That I think so, definitely. Um, yes, there's, there's. You're right, man. I I do think uh, it is less, a lot less free. And I think there's a lot of a lot more rules that I put on myself when I think of an illustration to make. Uh, and a lot of times it's for clients uh, lately. We, we'll talk about this a little later, but um, my focus this year was to be a bit more selfish with that stuff. So maybe maybe it was to be a little more free and to make stuff for myself more. Um, and it will, it will probably be my focus next year, too. Nice. So, uh, nice. yeah, man, so that, that's what I do. Uh, that's what I've been doing since 2014, 2015, 15. I've been an illustrator with design principles. Uh, I, I went to school as, a, you know, I went to a small graphic design school and studied graphic design. And then um, someone along the way told me, like, hey, you should start illustrating stuff because you uh, you are good at it. And then I was thinking, but then all the stuff I learned was design stuff. And then um, so that's how all my stuff uh, came to be. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Thanks, story. Yeah. For new people who are listening to this, um, check out the first episode, I guess, with, that we did together. Uh, I don't know, we've done quite a few, but oh, I think we talked about a is, bunch of stuff. I think the first one's probably the one where it's more information about you as a designer, illustrator, um, and a bit more design questions. But since then, we've done loads of chats, and especially with Lisa, and I think we do, did we do one with Lisa? Yeah. With Lisa, <laughs> man. Um, that'd be really cool if the three of us, I, I just, I, I wanted like, a part of me was like, I'll, I, I want, I want Lisa on this episode too. But I was like, I, I think we need to catch up. You know what I mean? Maybe we can get yeah. one of those down the road. Sure. Um, Anytime. But uh, yeah, so I think in the previous episode too, briefly, I mentioned that um, like before I went to design school, I went to like typical university. I studied business. I had, I worked at a bank, uh, servicing mortgage loans. <laughs> and made the transition made the transition to art i always mention this because uh, i i feel like that's the part of my story that um resonates with most people is a, a lot of people that want to want a career change into something like art later in life because i was about 30 maybe 29 and a half when i went to design school um so yeah so if you feel like <laughs> changing your career 
your uh, lucrative career in business to art, you could totally do it and make your yeah. you use your business skills to make your art uh, lucrative as well. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I know quite a lot of people have uh, done the career changes. I mean, Shillington, the science school I went to in London, and they got one in Australia, they got one in New York. I've got a few all over the world, but um, yeah, they 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 basically help people there. Uh, yeah, going from one career and want to want to become designers, and you know, a lot of them are, a lot of them are like thirties, like forties, like late twenties, trying to get into a different career because they realise that they don't want to do what their degree told them to do, or they don't want to get into it. So yeah, it's never never too late to become a designer. We had a, a Japanese woman who was uh, called Kimmy. She was like sixty odd, and she was like, "Oh, I'm just going to do this course because I think it's really interesting to what about graphic nice. design. I think it's really interesting what what that is." And like, it's, wow, that's that's really inspiring, you know. Like, <laughs> this, this woman who doesn't doesn't need to learn anything else in her life, you know, and she's still learning and still going and still learning a completely new career, right? Yeah, man, that's for that's a problem cool. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's basically it's it's never too late, right? To uh to do something you want to do, uh, so. I, li- I like that yeah. message. I like that message a lot. Any of your friends, uh, you said you you know a lot of people that did career changes in their 20s and 30s. Uh, any of them single female ladies? How's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that going for you? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I don't know. I haven't really made the effort. I haven't done the, the dating app stuff. Um, you know, the, the people I, I see most of the time are people at work. I work now, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. I, I work somewhere. No. Yeah. yeah. Where you work? Did I say where, where you do? Yeah, dude. So I am doing what I do, which is illustration as a designer. Um, and I work for an aerospace company um, called Skygrid, which is owned by Boeing. So basically I work I for I Boeing. That. Yeah. You knew that? I think so, yeah. It's owned, yeah. owned by Boeing and Spark Cognition. Spark Cognition is an AI company. Boeing is an aerospace company. Um, so I, oh, that's that's another thing um, I forgot to mention. I've, you know, what I do, illustration as a designer, I've, I do that in the niche of aerospace. So rocket ships, jet planes, airplanes and stuff. And that's, that's how I landed this job. And um, so that's where I work. I, I do that now. Um, that's and what was it, what was I saying? Um, the human interaction I get now is basically people at work. So <laughs> I haven't made uh, the effort. Science-y. Huh? Are they all sciencey? Science people. They're all like technicians and really interesting. Like, really. No, people. actually, uh, no, I mean they're all clever and interesting people, but like uh, they're not all sciencey and they're not all engineers. Um, Nice. Yeah, and they're 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 super cool. They're super married too. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks. All right, there we go. Yeah. Maybe that's probably for 2023. You know, get back on the dating apps. I might. I was actually thinking about. Um, are you still into the UFC? Are you still into UFC? I know this is like a sports design podcast, right? A little bit, yeah. Uh, I was thinking about joining a uh, kickboxing MMA nice. gym. Nice. I thought maybe I can meet people of similar interests there um get yeah. more active get more active socially um i don't want to beat a dead horse to uh is that a is that an offensive saying no nope. it might be so. i'm sorry i'm sorry if it, it probably is. is um well anyway i don't want to be a broken record there you go 
I don't want to record collectors. Oh, here it is. But, (laughs) um, you know, I was, I I got super anti-social, uh, during the COVID time and, um, you know, I'm not saying I haven't recovered from that. I just said, I'm saying I haven't put a lot of effort into, uh, going out and, you know, um, I just like worked really hard at my job and then, and, you know, on the stuff that you see on Instagram and stuff, uh, and, and clients here and there. Uh, I even took a, a break on that stuff too. There was like a whole six month period where I was like, I just, I will just do my day job and that's it. Uh, there's a lot that, there's a lot that's gone on in the past few years. That's, uh, you know, affects you mentally. I don't want to get into, not, not that it has anything to do with mental health, but it might maybe, uh, but yeah, I've changed Mark. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So you said you did, you did, you did like just your day job for how long? Six months, six months or so. So I wasn't posting on Instagram. I wasn't, Mm. uh, doing client work. Um, I ended like I had a, uh, partnership with Adobe that, you know, that I, I had to step away from just because not because, um, I mean, I really wanted to, it was like, it was a really awesome, uh, partnership and team up that we had. It's, it's just, um, I, yeah, I just, I just really needed to, um, step away from most things, but also make sure that, you know, I have my, I'm getting my day-to-day money coming in too, mm. <laughs> you know, the financials and stuff. So yeah, like the, 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 yeah, the day job was, was priority. And then, um, I figured I can just kind of step away from everything for about six months or so. Yeah. Understandable. I, life gets busy sometimes, especially when you've got lots of different things going on and you start, you start doing extra activities outside of, outside of work. Like the day job can be stressful enough. And, I, and, then, yeah. and then you start adding things like the podcast. So you added things like going out with friends or you know social events you just sometimes you just i haven't find it now sometimes you just want to relax in the evening you know have yeah. a bath have a glass of wine that sort of thing relax. <laughs> can i tell you something though like i think this might be a good perspective on this um do i regret taking six months off yeah i do big time really, yeah you know um like i think i th- I think whenever you feel that, you know, people call it burnout. I think it's something deeper than burnout. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> but I would say like, try not to get into that state of mind. I, I don't even know how to, how to stay away from that. But um, I think two weeks is a long enough break mm. <laughs> to, to, from the things that you love to do, you know, it's three weeks. Okay. Three weeks is a long enough break. Six months though. <laughs> That's a that's a long time, and especially when you take that long of a break, it's really hard to get back into the swing of things. I feel like I've only gained the momentum again, like maybe three months ago or so. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, you took the time off because you were feeling a lot of pressure from a lot of places. How come? How come you're trying to get back on it now? You, you're ready. You're ready. You feel your mind feels freer now, or how come you're thinking about get you you're back on it? Well, man, that's a that's a. I I have a really hard I have a really hard time explaining how I was feeling because like nothing wrong was going wrong in my life, you know. <laughs> Everything was actually fine. Everything was good. Um, you know, we're here in Austin. I bought a house here in Austin. We have a we have a good living right. here. Oh, thanks, man. That's wicked. That's so fucking cool. Buying a house. I told you this, right? I told you you're welcome yeah, yeah, anytime, yeah. right? 
Yeah, but that's those wickets. I mean, buying a house is is the goal for so many people, and like me especially, I'm not my number one goal at the moment. So that's, that's amazing. Hey, man. Well, thanks, dude. You're welcome anytime. Um, I live right by the airport too, so if um, you know, if if you come by here, it's like five minutes away, and boom, you don't even have to. There's no more traveling. You know. <laughs> What's that? Can you walk to your house? From the airport? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you can drive there. <laughs> for like for like actually you can walk it'll just take like i don't know an hour 45 mm-hmm. minutes 30 minutes I don't know, not, I, i've never tried so um but it's really hard for me to explain uh you know call it a first world problem whatever but it's hard for me to explain uh how i was feeling it's like i, I just didn't feel like doing anything and, and it wasn't fun everything i, I, do, I was doing wasn't fun um you know, like that's why I was very appreciative of the job work because, like, uh, you know, like when you have people like that that ha- that's that's uh, on a mission, right? Um, you know, our, our work is on a mission to to change the world. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like it uh, it kind of makes you want to not let anybody down. You know what I mean? So even when I was feeling at my lowest, uh, I'd be like, dude, I'm, there's no way I'm gonna. Um, let these people down that uh people that believe in me and stuff and uh we did some amazing stuff with work um you know we got an app with over a hundred thousand downloads now and uh, yeah so uh we, we've uh we've done some pretty cool stuff and uh i was able to to ride through this storm which wasn't even a storm i don't even know you know what am i even complaining about dude that's why i said do i regret the six months heck yeah because like what was i even doing I had so much momentum prior to that. Um, you know, um, luckily I still do, right? But it's uh, but to get back to that after that break was was tough. So that six months was that this year? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was 2022. 2021 was was super luc- lucrative. Uh, 2020, well, the strangest thing is like that's the heart of COVID, right? In 2020. Um, but for some reason, finance or freelance was booming at that time. Like everybody was wanting freelance stuff. And then I had my job on top of that too. So like, um, that, I think that is when I secured this partnership with Adobe It was around 2020, 2021 or so spoke at Adobe max, um, in, uh, was it last year and stuff? Um, Skillshare, I did like partnerships with Skillshare that like, I had so much stuff moving, um, in uh 2020 and 2021 and also in 2022 it was just me that decided to, to like take a step back no, i don't um, blame you I, you've had you've had it good like you've gone for a lot a lot of work a lot of speaking you got you've spoken like like i say there'd be there'd be max crit south crop all these different venues like sign week and yeah um you know and so much freelance work so much like work as well and your day job yeah, I, I don't know. I I think that's I think it's natural to take a bit of time for yourself in the evenings and stuff. Maybe yeah, if that's what you're doing. I you know actually I could pinpoint what it is. I think I I I do need to be more selfish with my work. Like I do need to make illustrations for myself. Um, and I've I've done one this year, um, that I was super proud of. <laughs> you know, and yeah, I I want to continue doing doing that stuff. I want to like launch a youtube channel that's um you know that's kind of you know in a selfish way i want to do selfish things <laughs> i remember having a conversation with you before and you wanted to launch a youtube channel i wanted to yes. dude but 
Um, you put it running a little bit, and then I think it didn't happen. I think the mistake there was uh, I was, you know, working at sponsorships and um, almost like team ups with stuff. And uh, this is going to sound even more selfish, but I, I just think that like I was the more I was doing that stuff, the more I was giving away control. And I'm not saying I want to control everything. I just um, I think at the beginning, it's important, right, when you build something to kind of see some type of vision out. I think that was my mistake, like build the vision first and then bring in the um, bring in the partners after when there's a proof of concept and all that stuff. And I, I think that was my uh, my issue before. And uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> 2023 is going to happen, right? This is your 20 to, uh, 2027. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2023. That's that. that's it. But yeah, so I think I could pinpoint the way I was. I think it was it was, you know, I wanted to be more selfish with my work, like solving problems for other people. I, I mentioned a po- this in one of my posts on, on Instagram um, where I was saying like, uh, um solving problems for others is great and that's ultimately like our goal right our as a designer our end goals mm-hmm. um but yeah you, i mean solving problems for yourself might be even better you know like big secure that foundation first and then solve problems for other people so i i think that was the um you know i'm, I'm being very vague with this stuff i, I really don't want to give a, a ton of personal details on um on a lot of things i think you know i kind of alluded to it earlier and this is just a small part of it but when i was like hey you got any single friends mark i think you know that that might be part of it maybe it's time for me to like i want to meet somebody you know and uh, share a life with someone rather than like you know nice. I, I can buy i can buy all the stuff i want whatever that's cool but like you know it, it'd be cool to uh work with someone together in in building a, a vision out so that's the less selfish side of me talking where like you you know I don't know. Everything I'm saying is just not making sense. I'm like contradicting myself. You know what I mean? But like, that's what it is, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Solving your solving your personal problems. You know, problem solver in a different way, rather than creative problems. Yeah. Dude, oh, okay. right, we need some of that. Can I ask you questions now, man? Sure, sure. Uh, and I'm sorry, like. Um, I haven't got around to checking out some of the episodes that have been released, so I'm sorry if people ask okay. you this already. Um, but uh, where have you been, man? Like, like, I the the podcast came back. Um, you know, I related to that a lot. I told you I took a long break, right? I feel like mm. you took a break with the podcast and you brought it back. What is that process like? Like taking that break and coming back? Yeah, uh, I actually made a load of notes. I was going to do an episode just me talking to the camera about about why i'm bringing it back and stuff like that but yeah okay i don't know okay no no spoilers in no no i don't know i'll chat about because that never that's not gonna happen now i'm like four or four or five episodes in so it's not gonna happen now (laughs) um so but like okay so a few reasons it stopped and i've got the notes up here i i felt like i needed a break uh because the desire for making the podcast had depleted I mean, it wasn't it wasn't there anymore. Um, I I got I was working at Arsenal at the time when I decided to stop. Um, I'd probably been there for about a year, and then we just I just didn't feel that need because the, the goal of the podcast was to get me into the sports design industry, and it had done that. And I was working in there for about a year now, so I, I had the momentum of I had the benefit of of doing the podcast, so I didn't really need to do any more. Um, but now I feel like I'm not having enough design conversations because I've gone from 
being in a design job to, to with other designers at Arsenal, having conversations about design and brand and interesting stuff I'm talking about, to have to, to go into a job which was my meant to be my dream job and didn't really work out, and then going to uh, a club, a cricket club now where I'm, where I'm really enjoying the work, but I'm not around other designers, so I need to have these design conversations again. Um, and I need to start learning again and talking to people in America because hopefully I'll move over to America one day. Um, so yeah, that's why it's back is because I need to start networking in America and learning about the design industry over there as well. And also lots of people, people around the world have some really interesting stories. So I'm just keen to sit down and have a coffee and have a chat, but nice. over the internet. But dude, uh, there's a, dude, there is a certain power uh, with being social. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I, I felt like my mind was so much sharper when I was doing more of these podcasts and talking to more people. Not not that I had my own podcast, but, I, you know, being a guest on podcasts and stuff and being more active in the creative community. Uh, I felt like my mind was a lot sharper. I was more excited to do things. Um, yeah. You know, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I get off a podcast. I'm excited to do design. Uh, whereas, yeah, whereas I, 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 that's the sort of thing I was missing as the only designer, like I'm not having this conversation to keep me energized. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like I've matured massively, like for since since doing the last episodes of the podcast last year, or the or the start of, I don't even know when it was, start of 2021. Um, yeah. I've matured. I've, I've gone through such change in that in that time, through different jobs and and personally, where I think I don't want to just leave that version of me on the internet i want to i want to make sure the next version of me is also documented and um if, if if someone comes across my profile and sees the podcast i want to make sure they know the current version of myself as well <laughs> uh, <laughs> rather than just you know just someone that i'm not as much of that person as i you know as it as i was so yeah yeah it's quite yeah. interesting I'm, I'm quite like worried about how people perceive me i guess um so i don't want that to be don't want people to get the wrong perception of me before they meet me. Oh, you're worried about that? I mean, you always yeah. came off as someone that was uh, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I mean, someone that's someone that's. Uh... So I did a personality test, like a proper personality test, um, via work. So I work got everyone to do this this, this test, um. And they split you into colours, which mean different things, like blue, green, red, and yellow. And I was came out mainly red and yellow, which vaguely means quite direct and uh, likes to get a lot of stuff done pretty uh, quick with decision making, and um, doesn't not too not too empathetic and, and yeah. quite like just sort of bish bash and do it. Not don't, don't yeah. really focus on the details too much. Which is obviously good and bad. I mean, you know, got good and bad things in there. Um, and then it, it, they also show you a bit about, based on the answers, they show you a bit about what it's like away from your professional job. Like, so, so yeah. you have like a professional persona and then like a, like a more of a home, relaxed persona, which you are not around friends or in comfortable situations. And my red is totally dialed up for personal situations. It's like the podcast, I guess, and being in work. It's um, I'm I'm a lot more sort of I, I guess, I don't know, uh, like driven or, or or a bit, yeah, not as empathetic, not as loving, which is very interesting, I thought. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to just learn stuff about myself and realise that I've 
change a lot keep going and the, and the and the growth will personal growth will keep happening if i have these conversations um, yeah dude yeah <laughs> can we can we can we talk about your wife or you want to keep that as like a personal sure. oh okay let's go talk about her what's up mark's <laughs> wife <laughs> yeah how, how did you how did you two meet and when did you uh, meet did you meet during the podcast uh days the heydays yeah. of the podcast yeah she saw me on uh on the podcast i was like i want to marry that guy and there oh we go. nice no she didn't <laughs> no so so uh 2019 she tr- took a trip to the uk we matched on tinder in 2019 um i gotta get on those i gotta get on those dating apps dude okay all right all right okay you she match on tinder she, yeah she went back to america uh we're, we're chatting on tinder since and then she came over here to study in 2020 yep as the pandemic yeah. hit uh i think and i moved into a flat in 2020 in london my first flight in london in 2020 september i think yeah september 2020 and then two days after because she she was stuck in her daughter her, her own uh, she was doing an internship in london at the time she was stuck in her own flat which was pretty awful and it was like a student accommodation which didn't have a lot of the basic stuff so i was like well oh yeah come and move in with me because i was on my own um, oh you come just... move in with me <laughs> yeah okay nice nice i like that move like, this was two days two days after <laughs> okay. mar- after, after seeing her as well which is mad and, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sorry my uh, mind goes immediately to um um what was what's the what's the word um childish things my mind goes okay. immediately there okay okay <laughs> immature my mind goes towards immature things okay there you go well i mean yeah partly but also because it was a very weird time right the start of the pandemic the government and and everyone was saying how bad it's going to be we thought it wouldn't be that long as well um my flatmate wasn't there so it's just me on my own i didn't want to be on my own anyway it happened moved in together and then throughout the pandemic everything was fine then she then we did seven months uh when she after our internship seven months long distance it's hard but we got through that and then uh yeah she came back and eventually in 2022 april we got married um yeah nice for, for various reasons uh and then um <laughs> yeah and then that's together. cool what's your what's her name what's your name mel what up mel is that short for melanie yeah it's, yeah <laughs> ah oh, nice nice <laughs> Um, you mentioned earlier that you want to move to America. Why? Do you like it here? So, I do like it there. It's very nice. <laughs> you okay? You uh, we have some great memories uh with you in uh at crop cons. You had the the design circuit when you came here. We have great yeah. memories of that. So okay, I'm sorry. So what? Why? Why? I I'm not I'm not, I don't mean this. In, obviously, I like it here. I love it in America, right? So I'm, I yeah. just I just want to know why why you want to move here. So I want to move to America um, for a few reasons. Uh, probably to further my career in sport in the sports industry, learn what it's like to be a, a designer in an American sports company, um, and hopefully one of the bigger teams, and you know just just do things at a different pace to London. Um, London's wicked and I'm back home now in Surrey and I've noticed already the, the difference in um, ambition and um, like the, the, even the pace of how, how people walk in this town. Yeah. You know, it's 
like it's so different um and i'm very much i, I like london a lot but i'd like to move somewhere like florida where it's a bit more relaxed but people are still doing stuff yeah um, and also nice partner, florida is super cool my partner so she, she used to work at disney uh and so she knows florida pretty well um sick and yeah we think we can make it work there eventually uh, i kind of wanted to check florida out too just you know um i have some friends over there uh where else did i want to check up you know what i um where did i go i wanted to check out nashville oh no uh, way so my family, wait. my my my, part, my Bell's family is from uh evansville with indiana which is like two hour drive from nashville so i fly into nashville i've been to nashville predators and now I'm a Nashville Predators fan, whatever that means. What? Um, okay, I'll wait for you to. I'll wait for you to come here, and then we'll 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 go over there. Hundred uh, yeah. percent. I think oh, it's it be it, over next year. It'll be a road trip from my place, you know. But mm. yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that'd be that would be super fun. I just got a new car. I got hit by a deer. I'm so glad you're you're not named Blue Deer anymore because I freaking hate <laughs> deer now, dude. I'll get. I'll send you a picture. But a deer wrecked our car. Like we were going yeah. 40 miles an hour, and a deer charged at us. I learned a lot about deer lately. I I heard it's deer mating season right now. That's why there's a ton of them on the road. Um, you don't you don't drive like when it's dark or up all the way up until dusk, like in certain areas, because like. Uh, but anyway, that's what happened to us. It charged at us, totaled our car. Um, so I got a new, like you know, like a bigger car to protect me from deer in the nice. future and then um I'll, we'll, I'll take you in it and we'll go to we'll go to we'll do a road trip to nashville and you and mel sorry like you know yeah of course mel's invited i think <laughs> we should do it'd be, it'd be wicked if we went from nashville to your place like we did the return journey and then we flew back to the uk from where you are okay That'd okay so meet me and do nashville, that maybe or i'll meet you around or we meet where you are and then come to nashville okay we'll, we'll figure this out as, as we'll long as both austin and nashville are on this trip then heck yeah 100 percent. i haven't been to austin i'd love to go so yeah we'll definitely yes work out. Dude, i have um a lot of ups and downs in austin like i i had so many up and down opinions and um and a lot of it just had to do with just the state of the of the world you know what i mean <laughs> but like uh you know like being being in not we weren't in quarantine what is it covid for like two years you know what i mean that's a, a lot of it has to do with that but um yeah uh, i love austin like um after getting through that like when i you know i love san diego too you know what i mean but every time i head back to san diego like one week later i'm like i i can't wait to go back to austin and um and it's not dude Okay, this is not this is not a San Diego versus Austin thing, okay? Because I, I got a lot of San Diego homies, and they're gonna be like, "Why were you talking smack about San Diego now?" It's like, no, I just feel a lot more productive here. Um, I, you know, I like having a home base, right, where you have all your, you know, your base, <laughs> where you have all your stuff, where you can create and things like that. Uh, yeah, I just feel more productive here, and and, and I think the people uh, are really cool here. I'm being very careful talking to you, uh, you know, about people and uh, let's let's when we stop recording, can we talk about some of this stuff? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> uh, but I love Austin. Um, 
I wanted I wanted to check out some other areas too in Texas and um or around the area. I wanted to check mm-hmm. out New Orleans. Oh, so we were, good. You've not been. We were all we were close by. We were crop. in Baton Rouge. Yeah, right? in crop, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, went to, I went to New Orleans before Baton Rouge and it's incredible. Oh so man, cool. you did the Bourbon Street? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Dude, did I tell you I don't drink anymore? Really? How long are you sober? Um don't say like two weeks. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, tw- tw- no, okay, that's a lie. If I said 2022, that's a lie because um, maybe like eight months or so. Months. That's pretty good. That's really okay. Good. Don't judge me, all right? Is that after Just... our, our uh, what happened in Baton Rouge? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, there was like, it was, I think, when I first moved here because, okay, Austin's such a young people's city. That like I swear it feels like ninety percent of the stuff to do here are, are all bars and drinking stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, um, and then the first culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah, so, involved in drinking. Yeah, the first two years here is just constant drinking. Like, oh, people are into whiskey. So let's let's go drink whiskey. Those people are into mezcal. Let's drink mezcal. Let's go. Well, we got to go to this brewery. We got to go to this. Uh, oh yeah, mezcal. What's that? It's like tequila. Well, no, dude, mezcal fans will get pissed if i said it's like tequila but dude it tastes it has a similarity to tequila like um it's smokier okay Okay. sometimes they have like a worm a silkworm in the bottom of the bottle all right i got some for you because i haven't opened it since uh for eight months or so okay i'll get you one with no worm yeah that'd be great (laughs) (laughs) i tried bourbon for the first time in in uh, nashville Oh, what'd you think? Not right. So we went to the shop, um, and they give us little tasters of bourbon, different flavors. Yeah. Uh, oh no, no, it wasn't bourbon. It's was moonshine. Moonshine. Oh, moonshine. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And that's not great, to be honest. Didn't really <laughs> like any of them. I think mezcal is one of those acquired taste. Like I, I, like I had some guests come over, and then maybe half of them were like, "Ooh, I'm not a huge fan of that." Um, but I like it a lot. I have some, I, but, but then again, I'm not drink. I, you know what? I'm going to start this thing. I learned this from my friend K K Megs. If you're listening to this, um, she collects whiskey just for people to, to drink them. Like not for herself. She, she doesn't drink at all. She, uh, when people come over, she serves whiskey to other people. I might do something like that where I, I collect whiskey or I collect mezcal or something. And it is just for other people to drink. So, uh, that's cool. Oh, uh, you know, um, don't judge me, dude. I I did a, all kinds of stuff. I I drink yerba mate tea, you know. Nice. And then I uh, I do a lot of gluten free stuff, low carb. I've been trying to you know trim out and everything. Nice. So uh, don't judge me there, cause I know I know. I'm not judging. Okay. You what you know what? Because <laughs> some people do. Okay. You know like um you watch Parks and Recreation that show? No. Okay. Well, you forget it. That's next next. <laughs> next topic <laughs> so so with the sobriety thing i think that's really interesting because i've got a couple of goals for 2023 and one of them is to be sober for two months of the year this year i did one month next year i want to do two months but not in a row i'm, I'm going to do january and october so sober october and dry january oh. i think it makes sense because they're the two most socially socially acceptable months to do them um and yeah and i, I, I dude I want, yeah 
Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm with you like 100 percent. Like. Seriously, it like cutting out drinking has uh has done so much like I haven't even I, I was never an alcoholic. I never drank too much. Right. But like um, if I do, like if I were to go out with, like, say, coworkers on happy hour or something and we had like a, a pretty, pretty good night or so, it'll take me like three to four days to recover, like realistically. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm older now, too. That's 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 another thing. So um, but like, you know, I get so much more stuff done. Uh, I think, you know, I was telling you that six months break that I took off, I think just like. Ending some of some stuff that wasn't working for me before like really got me out of that six months sooner, you know, rather than, than later. So like it was a no drinking, eating a lot better. Um, if I have guests over and friends over like, yeah, we'll, we'll go out and get some barbecue or some, some, you know, I'll take you to barbecue, Mark, you nice. know, we'll get, we'll get some good pizza and stuff like that. Um, uh, but like day to, day to day, day to day though, it's like Low carb, gluten free, uh, intermittent fasting, yerba mate tea instead of coffee. I'm doing all kinds of stuff, working out more, and it's dude. I I would say those decisions were like the biggest things that that helped me to get back into a super productive, happy state. Sweet. Um, I, and I know that ice? I don't. Want... You, What's uh, up? Sorry, to cut you. sorry to cut you off. Are you doing ice baths yet? I know that's a big Joe Rogan uh, I... thing. Oh. <laughs> I no, uh, I haven't tried it because I don't work out that hard. You know, I feel like isn't ice baths for people that work out intensely. I think it's just shock therapy, isn't it? I think it's meant to rapidly increase your okay uh, your cell growth. But that's that's something that I've heard from maybe Andrew when Huberman I s- and Joe Rogan. So, oh yeah. uh, Huber Huberman, that's he's the one who who got me into yerba mate tea. He's, he's like. Big, isn't he? Dude, I I like that he's just straight up facts, nothing else. Oh, yeah. You know, like oh, yeah. I feel like I feel like he makes these episodes, um, and his channel could be way bigger than it is. He just he'd rather just give you the the real information. I think that's why <laughs> he would he would sacrifice his his growth for like giving you some real stuff. And I think that's what I appreciate about appreciate about him the most. So he yeah he got me into yerba mate tea. Um, how do you spell that? Y E R B A Yerba Mate. Oh, how it sounds. <laughs> yeah, M A T E. Yerba oh, Mate. That's the same thing that the South African, South American uh, footballers drink for games. You'll see Messi with like a cup of this. And like Alison Beckham. Does he drink it out of like a gourd? You know what I mean? Yep. How they have those gourds and stuff? Man. Yep. Mm. That's so the way to do it, the, dude. It's the green stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be careful, really though, like a lot of people. Um, OK, yeah. I don't want to make turn this into a, I don't want to be preachy about this stuff. I know people get preachy about their diets and things, but like when you buy the the, the, the yerba mate tea, you want to make sure you don't buy it smoked because I heard the smoked ones take away all the uh, the benefits. So you got to you got to get it like non smoked. And that's it. I got Lisa into yerba mate tea recently. She can tell you all about it. It relieves yeah. fatigue, aid in weight loss, ease depression, and treat headaches with and various other conditions. There's limited evidence that you have mighty tea. May help with some of this. Oh. Huberman will give you the uh, the science behind all that stuff, but it, a lot of that stuff is true. Like the uh, promotes promoting weight loss and um, yeah. There's a straight after that sentence. It says there's limited evidence that yerba mate may help some of these conditions. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the, all the stuff, all the stuff that you read was like, I don't know if it does the depression thing, but or the headache thing, but um, tea. Look, look, this is my theory on tea. People have been drinking for centuries, so it must be okay. <laughs> I like, I like, I like how you think. English I think coffee. Have been drinking for centuries. Japanese people have been drinking for centuries all over Asia. I love it. I love it. I think coffee just tastes so good. You know what I mean? It does. It does taste good. But I just I replaced the coffee with a uh, with the yerba mate tea and it works for me. I'm not saying it would work. I don't know. Try it. I'm just saying try it. Have you tried British builders tea with a bit of honey in it? No. Should Very I? Mm. Okay. So my American wife makes a better cup of tea than me. She taught me that. Very oh, good. Dang, dude. <laughs> See, this is uh, a very, uh, it's a very dude, good lesson. We're dropping all kinds of like tips. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Uh, oh, did you want to talk about design stuff? We could. I mean, we don't have to, but we could nah. if you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, can I, I dude? Can I tell you? Can I tell you something um, that's very that is widely unpopular? People will not relate to. Probably hate me after I say this stuff. Can I tell you something? Oh. Oh. I just feel like it relates to what we were talking about. But um, you were talking about these goals, right? You had the goal to uh, work for a sports um, uh, sports design. You know what I mean? I had a goal to work with these, you know, all the clients I wanted to. The weird thing is like. Um, you know i don't i don't want to sound ungrateful it's like when you get there and you've done enough of them it's like what's next do you ever feel that way oh man talking to the right man talking to the right like, person here <laughs> i know this is yeah. okay and the reason why i'm careful saying this is i've mentioned this before and then people will be like dude you got to be grateful like there's some people that uh that are having hard times getting clients and mm-hmm. a hard time paying rent and stuff and and you're you're talking about being like over working with these dream clients and stuff. I'm like, no, it's like, um, I'm just, you know, I just want to speak to the reality behind it. Um, you know, yeah. we, I go to, I go to, uh, conferences and stuff and then everyone glorifies, uh, freelance and working with clients and stuff. Um, but like, I don't know, like it, it really, every, you know, it, I just don't see that as as the business kind of freedom that everyone's talking about. Just because, like, you know, you have a client. It's your client is basically, I wouldn't say is your boss, but it's kind of like that. You know, you have to kind of do. You know, if you have five clients, it's kind of like having five bosses <laughs> in a way. Um, and a lot of people are like, no, it's more like a partnership. You know, you work together at solving something. I'm like, no, yes, I mean yes, but it is still more so for them. You know what I mean? And more so for their company to. Um, to get to a solution, and um, mm. like it depends on what level of designer you are, how you manage the how you manage the project. But yeah, I, that's, I can that's see very it true. Sides. Yes, um, and because bigger designers know, will manage it. From, yeah, this is my this is how I work. Whereas younger designers and right. people that have got less experience probably manage it from you're the client. Let's see what yeah. I can help you with. Maybe, but it should be both ways. But. And I, I think that ultimately depends on um, you know, who you end up working with. You know, and, and the type of working style that that they they'd like to do um and you can have your own way of doing things but i guess what i'm trying to say is um i mean after you do enough of those it's it's like there has to be a a plan after that you know 
like what are you going to do after that and I, I think that's what i've been struggling with it's like um um you know it, it just wasn't a sustainable thing for me it's like it, and it's not that I, I want everything all the time and want something new all the time it's more like um um yeah like like how do you how do you uh what are you gonna do what the heck what are you gonna do after that stuff do you do you, do you relate to this at all like this kind of feeling yeah so i went so i uh after i left arsenal football club i went to i joined liverpool football club which is my mm-hmm. football team the team i support which is out that side there's uh, yeah the football shirts in the background um yeah so that that was great and, and i had great um had a difficult time there uh challenging time for few reasons you know the bosses people that managed me um the workload and the processes instruct in in place that wouldn't let me be as creative as i wanted to be um yeah and it was a lot different than i thought it'd be however i got to tick off so i have this bucket list of football experiences i i want to do in my lifetime and whilst there i got to tick off a lot of good things in my bucket list so i'm very grateful for uh no for sure yeah I joined in a very good season. They won two trophies. They got to a Champions League final, which is they lost it, but you know, I got to go to Paris. Yeah. I got a ticket for free for a Champions League final, which is mental. Um so yeah. I, I yeah, and that was my meant to be my dream job, although it was in the partnerships team. So yeah. So it was working towards my dream job, but still at my dream uh dream inverted quotes, um business. That's where I wanted right. to work, but turns out it wasn't so now is probably where i should be and my dream dream job like i'm really really enjoying where i'm at now and um and i've supported this cricket club for forever as well so to switch sports Dude, but it's still the same thing but yeah mark sorry, to, i'm sorry, yeah. sorry so yeah got to that position dream job realized it wasn't but whilst i was in that position i'd you know four five six months in whilst i was there applying for other jobs realizing what's next this is what i was going to be this is what i was going to be happy with um and i was applying for other jobs you know yeah. three four five months in like how, how right. can that be when it's going to be the place so my brain probably maybe a little bit too much thinks about what's next like what should i be doing next and i'm doing it yeah. now even though i'm absolutely loving this job but it's um I just that's awesome use that for, for good <laughs> i think you're doing it the right way you're like always you know um probably when you see the you know the the light at the end of a tunnel for a certain mission you're doing uh you already have something in mind for for what's after mm. and i think i think my problem is like um i just kept doing the same stuff like over and over and like while while it was a dream of mine at my time and and like you know please don't get me wrong here i definitely was grateful for these opportunities and um and you know i just felt uh you know, just circling back to what I was saying earlier, it's kind of important to have this like selfish side of you, right? For your growth and um, mm-hmm. um, and I, yeah, I just think it was just kind of, I needed a reminder to, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know if, if if people listening to this do, but I needed a reminder to like maybe uh, be, you know, do stuff for myself a lot more. Um, but you know, that's uh, that's yeah, that. Uh, nice. Yeah, that's that thing. So I'm yeah, that, yeah. Um, and you know what, dude? A lot, a lot of it has to do with uh me having this job too. Like, is this is like the dream job, and I feel like, um, 
I don't want to call it an obligatory thing because I could leave the job whenever I wanted to, right? Or whenever I want to. Um, I like doing it. But I think um, having that and then having, you know, uh, other clients come in, regardless of size, huge ones, or small ones, it's, I think the job, the dream job is already fulfilling something, you know? Mm. So having, having more, man, I don't want, okay, they're obligatory. I don't want to call them ob- obligatory, you know, work coming in it's like our contractual work it's it's tough to um to be just doing a bunch of those you know like i i feel like having that great balance of having that stuff that's um not a hundred percent under your control and then you know having an outlet where where it's it's kind of it's your thing you know i think that's 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 very important to have and um sorry man it's a very long-winded way of explaining how i was feeling the past couple years but yeah dude no yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, that's something that's um, that for me right now is, yeah, giving up any type of freelance work. Um, just, just. I mean, I didn't have much at the start anyway. I didn't, I didn't have much, but um, I, I probably won't unless it's an amazing project. I won't accept another freelance project, even for like I don't really like doing stuff for my sister as well, like photography, like designing stuff for her photography business, designing stuff for friends and family. I don't want to do any of that either. So it's like oh. it's, I don't really want to do any. Any I don't really want to do any work out outside of my day job because I'm trying to put all my efforts into my day job. Yeah. And if I do do stuff myself or Instagram is like an illustration that I just feel like drawing one night. And and that's probably I don't know. It's good and bad because sometimes the, the output isn't great. Um, but sometimes it's just to satisfy myself a little bit creatively. But um, but I do. The, the thing is, I, I found myself looking for a job. Which gives me a lot of satisfaction creatively and that's currently where i'm at which is fantastic i think if you can get a job where you're very satisfied creatively yeah i think that's probably ideal for a lot of people but different people have different ambitions as well like you sound like right. you want to do stuff outside of that as well and um that's good for you you know rule different hey <laughs> dude i think having having a good boss has a lot to do with oh yeah or you know a good Jeez. boss a good a good partner has a lot has a lot to do with most of these things. Huge, yeah. huge, yeah. Yeah, my boss is pretty awesome, so I think that's that's nice. that's a big a big uh, reason why I love working here. And um, and then you know, I yeah, like I said, I I hope I didn't come across as someone that was like ungrateful or or bitter at some of this freelance stuff, but you know, I dude, uh, there there's some there's some really awesome ones that you know the Adobe stuff is really cool. Um, I gotta you know, okay. I got one for sports, dude, that I'm working with. Formula One. I got a Formula One gig coming. Damn. That's wicked. Um, it's, you know, it's 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 a poster design, which is like, it's, it's a one-off thing. But like, uh, I just wanted to bring that up just because this is a sports design podcast. So. <laughs> Are you allowed to you say know. what it's for? Uh, not really. Maybe, <laughs> I, maybe I am. But In a couple uh, of I... Months, we'll... We'll get back to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it actually was for something in uh, 2022, but mm. um, it things changed a, bit, a little bit because, because of the outcome of certain things. But um, sure. yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, I just, yeah, sport. I would love to work with uh, the UFC. That would be really cool. You know, they got a cool yeah, brand. Cool. I don't know how to draw people. I see you draw people, man. That's like, I don't know how to draw people. Mm yeah yeah what? It's, it's, what's that face I get, I get cringy <laughs> i'm people say i draw i don't draw it's, yeah i can't draw 
Oh, come on, man. Right. I draw shapes, um, dude. I draw shapes like and build Legos on a screen. That's that's how I illustrate things. It's good that way. You know? you, you, you're clearly talented at it, so keep doing it that way, you know? Hey, man. Come on, dude. Thanks, dude. Thanks, man. What <laughs> 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 other quite dude? Um, no, I'm, su- I'm super happy for you with the, uh, you know, I hope you and, and Meg come visit Austin. Meg. Um, oh, yeah. Did I say, I said Meg, right? What did I say? Mel. <laughs> it's Mel, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> nice. What's up, Mel? We we will short for we'll come and short for Melanie. Megan. Short for <laughs> Megan. <laughs> no, we'll come and uh, we'll come visit for sure. That'd be great. I'm That's sorry. Do you have okay. any other? Um, what else are you trying to do in 2023? Have you got any other goals or maybe what other stuff do you want to do? Well, do um, you have any personal thing? Do you want to visit anywhere? Do I, okay. Well, there's a lot of things happening next year, so. Uh, are you speaking anywhere? Creative South. Oh yeah. <laughs> Creative South 2023. I'll be I'll be speaking. Well, I'll, I'm talking about. I promise it won't be as. I don't know if I was being negative here, but uh, it won't be this negative. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> I was talking. I'm talking about uh, a lot of aerospace and design, like um, how to penetrate that market. I think aerospace is is a really it's funny because I see designers making a bunch of space stuff all the time. It's like, why not work at a space company? There's they're yeah. in major need of design work. Right. So you know, where, where is space? Where is space going? Like, what, what are the limits at the moment? And where, where are we going to see things go in the future? Like, are we going to be living in another planet? What do you think? What's the big? I don't picture? think not. In, I don't think in our lifetime we will be living in other planets. Um, I think right now is setting a, a foundation for it for sure. Like um, the Mars stuff and. Uh, you know, well, Artemis, right? About space colonies and, and things like that. Um, I think they're they're very expensive projects and they're very um, like marvelous like achievements and stuff. And but I, I guess what I, what I was getting there is um, they need a desi- they need designers to make these marvelous achievements even more marvel even more marvelous and it, it, you'll you'll be surprised to find out how many space companies uh don't have this kind of luxury you know mm-hmm. it's like just think of an engineer making a bunch of blueprints and then their marketing is a bunch of blueprints and you know stuff that normal person won't understand so um so that's what i'm going to help designers do i know a lot of people want to get into space um no you won't probably probably won't be making a bunch of fictional spaceships or anything like that but you'll be highlighting um the hard work of these engineers and um you know and it's it's space stuff it's rockets and you know what i mean it's cool but your question was what, what do i think space is gonna what about yeah. what do i think about space <laughs> i don't know man i sometimes i think it's a big show sometimes i think it, it 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 is gonna lead so i think it's a mixture of those i think it's a mixture of extravagance and show uh and technological feats extravagance and show isn't like conspiracies no not really isn't just like... <laughs> no not not a conspiracy just like an exaggeration okay <laughs> you know like it, dude it i mean it, i mean that in a way like you know 
you want to hype something up and i think a lot of a lot of things in space is is uh the the possibility is there but we're we're like i said we're not going to see a lot of this stuff in our lifetime i think mm. so um i think if the expectation is like oh we're going to be in mars no we're not going to be in mars anytime soon i don't think i think yeah. i think the the rocket will take you up there and you you'll be able to orbit in space like in, in on a consumer level you can do that now if you have like $25,000 you want to blow, I think. I think it's more than that, actually. But um, yeah. <laughs> but no, no, I, I didn't mean anything in conspiracies. I'm sure that uh, what these guys, the, the technology that these guys are working on is is, is going to lead to something. But I, I just think I'm, I'm trying to highlight what a designer can do. So if if I'm saying a, a lot of the goal is 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 to um, to be kind of like a hype job. With these space companies because they need a return on investment on all, all this stuff a design there's no better person to go to than a really good space designer mm. a design a designer um yeah for sure so that is all i was saying i wasn't i really I, I swear i wasn't going towards conspiracy no, or no, anything no, like I, that. That, was, that was totally me sorry um no no got over excited there no but i saw that so i saw your uh ai um but yeah i was first into, yeah i get, get confused with ai and AI. yeah so the AI, um, you know, trading cards you did with the spaceships, and then with AO, AR, AR, shit, AR, yeah. <laughs> no, um, dude, it's AR, AX, AI. It's a lot of, that's a lot of A. It's a lot of A's. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. man. So uh, that's wicked. It's really, really, really wicked. And that got led me to thinking about you know NFTs and their ups and downs in 2022. That was a mental thing. Like, like it's, it's so cool. Such a cool concept. And then crypto is absolutely fucked at the moment as well. That's so down. Um, so Dude. I'm really, I'm really thinking about the future here. Like, what, what's going to happen? What, what's like the future of trading and collectibles? What's the future of crypto? Uh, what do you think about this? I know you're not like the answer to all of this, but like, what's your thoughts? <laughs> um, I have a boring take on this. Um, actually, I, I actually get asked this a lot. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm like, I I don't know, <laughs> but like <laughs> I, I do have a take on it. Um, um, oh, you know, you, you, there's also an, another layer to it, right? Where uh, there's people are talking about this AI generated art too. Um, yeah, yeah. Which there's kind of a war on that right now with design with illustration. Yeah. Right now. Um, so my take is I'm, I'm never really an early adopter on anything. This is my take. Like, uh, you know, when crypto's hot or um, NFTs, is that the same thing? Sorry. If, when, 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 those are hot, <laughs> when those are hot, I never like jump on them. You know, um, I've never been that type of person. I've, I've always been someone that kind of sat back and, you know, um, and then like once it is saturated and everyone's doing it and everyone's having a good time i find a way to stand out within that saturated market i you know mm. and in, in in my opinion that is just as hard and easy as jumping on it when it's hot mm. so uh you know being a, a problem solver a visual problem solver whatever i think part of that is learning how to stand out in a saturated market oh you want to major in art in college and you want to make a lucrative career in a saturated field where it's perceived to not make money well, be a problem solver and figure out how to make money in, in a saturated. You want to start a coffee shop when there's a, bil- a bazillion other coffee shops? Well, figure out how to stand out within a sea of coffee shops. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's that's kind of what, uh, you know, if 
you know, you know how many people told me that, oh, Instagram is dead or it's dying or whatever and, and this and that. It's like there's still ways you can figure out to make that work. So that's the, that's the approach I take with everything. And that's the same approach I take with crypto. And I, I hope this doesn't sound like I'm, I was dodging the, the question. I don't know no, anything. I don't know much about crypto. I don't know much about NFTs. I have a base knowledge of it. Um, I just know I, I won't jump on it for a quick buck. I want to, you know, I want to like, you know, study it for the long term. Mm -hmm. And then I'm not I'm not afraid of getting into it when it's saturated or, you know, I'll figure out a way to stand out once it is saturated or wh whatever. You know, that's that's my take on that stuff. Amazing. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, your work, I think your work will work very well with NFTs for sure. Oh, uh, dude, I get. Yeah, I heard I heard the AR stuff. A lot of people are like, dude, you, you got to. A lot of people were saying if you bridge like because the AR stuff is you have a physical component, right? Like a card. Yeah. And then the yeah. dig digital component is the uh, the experience that comes out of the card, whatever. Um, a lot of people saying that's that's a good bridge between like physical collectibles and something like an NFT or. But, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm really interested in that. But going back to like collectibles, right? So. So yeah. one thing, one problem, I, one problem I have at the moment, and I'm trying to, in 2023, I'm going to get it sorted. I've got an addiction to eBay and buying soccer cards or football cards. Um, so I've got this addiction of of collecting cards. Um, and it's an issue, and I'm going to try and sort it out in 2023, uh, slash now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, what, what do you collect stuff? Do you, do you have any collections? I mean, I know your, your backdrop there is very, very clean. And whatever I've seen of your house on Instagram is like super clean, super like modern, like really nice interior design. Like what, what did you collect anything or have you collected anything? Do you Dude, have any I, issues? You know how much I appreciate that, man. I'm not an, I'm not an <laughs> interior designer, but I, I've spent so much like mental power on trying to make this place look really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I really appreciate you saying that. Hey, can I swap the battery out on my camera really quick? Go Looks like it's it. a, it's about to die. As long as you keep chatting. No, no, you got headphones off. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some time. Hold on. I just need to swap this battery out, dude. Nice. Now I'm looking at my uh, my so, double uh, self. I didn't forget your question. You're asking if, if I if I collect stuff. I collect a lot of things, man. Nice. What? Like what? Hold on. We're, we're... Hold up, bro. <laughs> Can't hear me. Can't hear me. This is good audio listening. Because it's definitely not getting cut out. Um, I, I can't really, I can barely hear you since the headphones are off. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, this is this, this is the issue with with uh, with myself. I've, I get too far down a rabbit hole with uh, football cards. I think it's been bred into me for um, for my dad. He used to play football programs, and uh, we're back. <laughs> I was feeling oh. the air. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I can <laughs> hear random, you now. Random nonsense. Um, but yeah. no, I'm saying it's oh, it's crispy as ever um yeah so what do you what, what do you do you collect anything yeah dude <laughs> well um i recently got into these mechanical keyboards oh, damn. you collect you know, them i do they're expensive as hell wow. too like i i don't know why they're rectangles and they're like relics you know what i mean like um any 30 dollar keyboard you can buy now will do all the job you needed to do, yeah. <laughs> but um, there's just something about these, man. I think it, there's color schemes. You know, you want me to give you an example? I can see them. I can see them from the background. Yeah. Well, I'll give you, dude. You gotta get. No, you can't see them. All right. 
They're blurry a little bit. <laughs> I have this really cool one here. They do look cool, to be fair. Like, uh-huh. it's like made of like metal, and it makes these really cool sounds. So that's so basically it, dude. I, <laughs> so I don't see the, I don't see the difference between that and what I used at school. You know. Right, right. This, it's a very hard. You know, the funny thing is, um. It just makes your desk look really cool. Okay. And when you change the colors, you change the colors. They're all like limited edition, like keycap colors and the bodies of the keyboard. I have one keyboard I can't show you right now. It has a little LCD screen that plays a little GIF, GIF. Nice. Of whatever you that's want. The thing, isn't it? That's the thing. There's people collect different things, right? And and I think that's absurd. And I wouldn't collect that at all. But you probably think like my card collection. Is ridiculous, and why are you collecting pieces of cardboard? I'm an absolute weirdo, you know. So like, people have, like, right. My sister's boyfriend has a, a massive Lego collection, and like, as much as I love Lego, I'm not going to spend thousands of pounds on it. Yeah. Um, so like, like, we all spend money on weird stuff. And it's like this watches, human watches. Yeah. You can buy exactly. a, you can buy a the cheapest Apple Watch. It could do more than mm-hmm. most expensive watches. Like, there's 100%. and and yeah, I still so I bought so I got nice. A nice Christmas bonus this year, and I bought a nice watch because I thought, oh, I haven't got a nice watch. I'll spend it's jewelry. Watch. Yeah, no, yeah. It doesn't do anything apart from tell the time, but it's smart and it goes well with smart clothes. But why? 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 Why are we? Like, why are humans like this? Um, like, we have this need to order things in collections, and like, like we love museums as well. That everything's in order, little perfect boxes. I don't get why this is this human natural human trait to order i you know it's a good question someone um my old housemate peyton if you're watching this he was a very he had a very wise thing he said it's like his secret to happiness is not collecting anything (laughs) (laughs) um and i mean uh, that makes sense in a lot of ways um you know the key like dude the keyboard thing is it's pretty ridiculous after like i'd say (laughs) I see my four my fourth keyboard in. Um, there's a little shame and regret there, uh, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> but it's it's cool. And then like, um, dude, there's a huge community on it right now too. That's like, we're not gonna get we're not gonna get deep into this keyboard stuff. But like, I I know exactly what you're saying, and it's something that us designers can take advantage of. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. I love, yeah. I love looking at beautiful stuff and collecting beautiful stuff mm-hmm. and collecting beautiful cards and like ones that look better i'm more likely to buy that is weird and like people buy collect apple products because they're so beautiful like diamonds you know and watch plants dude have beautiful. you have you like met a crazy a, a crazy plant person have you met one i have yeah yeah they that's that's insane to me just because like dude, <laughs> the plant's gonna could die if you spend like thousands of dollars on a plant and you don't take care of it right it's like Oh man, that's scary to me. But, so your friend who doesn't collect anything, what do they? Do? What what's their alternative? Is that, are they minimalism? Are they into that? Are they into? It? I think I would say minimalism. I don't know. Um, he's one of my closest friends, one of my best friends. But at the same time, there's a lot of mystery to him too. Or um, like, I honestly don't know what he likes. 
that much. If I were to buy him like a – that's right. That's right. In this household when he lived here, we made a pact that none of us buy each other gifts. Nice. That's a good pact to right. make, right? But I think in turns, like now I don't know what he likes. Like if his birthday came around um, in the future or if he got married and I, I need to give him a wedding gift or something, like I don't know what to get him because mm. I don't know what he – I don't know what physical item he likes. Like he likes to make music, but I don't think he likes hi-fi sound equipment. <laughs> you know, like or uh I don't know let me let me think about this, dude. I think he likes experiences. Maybe maybe a ticket to a UFC match like in London. Oh, I think oh he would love that. He would love that. See, it's not it's not nothing he collects, it's something you experience and it goes away. Yeah. Um yeah. but the O2 Arena, Patty the Batty. Yeah. He's got a lot of hate right now. Oh yeah. So what hap- what's happened with the uh what's happened with this? Because I've heard about it, but I don't know much about it. With uh Patty? Yeah. Why he has all the hate? Yeah, because he said something to that, the commentator bloke. I don't know what's... Ariel Helwani, you know that guy? Yeah, yeah. Um, So, he, yeah, he's like... I don't know, he's kind of a controversial uh, commentator guy or w- journalist guy because he makes a lot of people mad. And, uh, you know... um, I don't know the story, but apparently Patty asked him, hey, like, I have a lot of paid gigs. And maybe this is this is something good a designer can 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 chime in on. And Patty is like, hey, Ariel, if you want my time, uh, you're going to have to pay me because I have other paid gigs. I'd have to get away from this. And and then um, I think Ariel responded like, that's insulting. A journalist never pays for coverage or something like that. Right. And um, I get I, I don't know this world, but, you know, I relate to what Patty is saying as a designer because I want to get paid. I want to get Especially if I get like, I mean, if if a journalist never pays anyone and it's it's exposure, it's an exposure gig, right? Um, why would someone like Patty need exposure for someone as as big as as he is? So I understood what what Patty is going through, or what Patty was saying, but I would say the media, um, and the fans in general like sided with the Ariel guy. Like, what what the heck? You're being like you're you're being like a selfish, famous fighter brat kid or something like that for a- asking for payment for an interview or you cr- like I, I don't understand like if i were to speak at a conference i get paid yeah um so i don't you know um mm, maybe i i don't understand this journalist uh you know i don't i don't understand that process but i i saw exactly where uh patty was coming from and then to add to that he just fought right and he fought a decision that Everybody thought he lost. Like there, I don't know one person thought that thought Patty won that, other than the three judges that scored him the the victory. So um, so that's the other thing that people are hating on him right now. But uh, so he's got a lot of hate circulating, and I think yeah. Anyway, I'm still a huge Patty fan. I think the UFC needs like fun, controversial stars like that to keep it super interesting. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but like. That, yeah, that's that's the story. I, ho- I hope that th- I hope like your viewers are like, man, you guys are talking about UFC. Do you, did you ever tell you that I met Molly the meatball? You met meatball Molly. the meatball. Yeah. Is she cool? Yeah, she absolutely smashed when I met her. Like 
drunk, like blackout drunk. So it was, it was, it was, uh, at, uh, so long story short, my sister won a competition and we went to Liverpool Football Club and there was Liverpool versus Everton. Everton is the team that she supports and it was a hospitality um, room, lots of old football, famous footballers, old footballers and celebrity, like Mabel was there, Molly was there. And um, yeah, she was she was taking photos of everyone doing like the fist to my face and other people's faces while like, during the oh, photo. Oh, so you got this photo somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not on this phone, but I can send it to you later on. Uh, yeah, this it's mental. She's such a like. I didn't speak to her that much, but she <laughs> seems very very cool. But she was also very very drunk, so that was my experience with her. But um, that's awesome, man. She, she seemed like a legend. She seemed like someone who's like willing to mingle, just loving being a little bit famous which is yeah great. yeah um I, I you know the funny thing is patty patty was kind of there like with with molly i think something happened where i don't know maybe he's getting a little too big or you know too big or too fast maybe um but he lives in san diego too as well or he trains in san diego patty mm-hmm. I saw a video of him get viral about like cleaning his dog's poop. Did you see that? No, no, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I yeah. It's UFC properly. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, that's probably the sport I watch the most, to be honest, is the UFC. I watch a lot of Formula One, too. Um, Have you watched any World Cup recently? Oh, uh, man. I'm, no, oh. not a soccer. No soccer fans ever. Really. I, want, I want to be. I have no. I have a lot. Most of my friends are massive soccer fans. And Foot, the World football, Cup's football to America. Fans. Thank you. Uh, the World Cup's will, coming to America in 2026. You know what? So I need to watch. Can you recommend like a documentary or so, or a show for me to get into football? Uh, Just because like that's how I got into Formula One, and I, I feel like that's how a lot of people got into Formula One. They have a really awesome show. Yeah. That, well, the the best ones are probably on Amazon as well. Um, all or nothing. It's called. It's a series called All or Nothing on Amazon Prime. Um, okay. They, they've they've done they've done them with a couple of teams. They've done Man City, probably the best one. Uh, done Spurs, Tottenham, uh, and then they've done Arsenal as well recently. They're probably they're, they're basically drive to survive, but for football. Oh, um, sick! What do you call? What's it called again? All or nothing. All or nothing. Sick. They did one with Toronto Maple Leafs as well, which is really good. Do you watch Ted Lasso? <laughs> so I really want to watch it. But my partner hates everything to do with football. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. She just doesn't want to watch more football stuff because we already watch quite a lot of football in our household. Oh, okay, so, okay. Well, but it's I not watched, really, I know. I know it's not really football. I watched Ted Lasso. It's a great show. Yeah, yeah. I know that won't get me into the sport, but it's it's like it's a great fictional show. It's very very good. Yeah. And I think your partner would love it just because. I think so too. Because <laughs> it's all the drama, and um. You know that girl uh, in Game of Thrones? You watch Game of Thrones? No. Okay. Which one? We we just we we're into the same things. <laughs> we're into the same stuff, Mark, for sure. I'm just kidding. Anyway, the um that girl in Ted Lasso, she's in Game of Thrones. That's, that's all I was getting to. But anyway, cool. Yeah, I need to start watching <laughs> it properly. I haven't done it, but um, yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, I'm happy to call that a podcast. But, uh, <laughs> no, let's talk go. another two hours, bro. I'm just kidding. That's no, good. let's not do that. 
No, dude. Whenever you whenever you feel like chatting, man, you can like. Yeah, actually, can we stop recording so I can talk to you about all the dirt? <laughs> <laughs> you better not secretly record, though. Let's man. Let's, let's end the podcast. Let's end the podcast. It's been let's an hour end and it. Half. Um, we've rambled on for a lot. Uh, I hope people have enjoyed this a little bit in some way. Um, also, <laughs> I, I know we uh, talked about all kinds of random stuff. I'm sorry, dude. I, I wasn't sure if you wanted to talk more design stuff. No, I, we didn't have a clear set pro. We're just catching up. That's that's main, the main reason for doing it. I love that work. Catching up publicly. I love it. I, I do think this will help a lot of people. If anyone experienced, you know, um, wanting to take a, lo- a break, just don't take a, too long of a break. You know what I mean? That's the main takeaway from this, I think. It's like, take a break, but don't take six months. Dude. Six months is like... Come on. Yeah. Fair. Sorry. Yeah. Fair. Well, uh, where can people say hello to you on social media if you want people to? Mainly Instagram. Okay. So I got an advisor because I wanted to start this YouTube channel so bad, right? But my advisor was like, dude, your Instagram videos, because I started doing the reels and stuff. And he, she was like, keep doing that for now. So I will likely do more Instagram videos and and they're tutorials. They're not just me rambling like, you know, not that we were rambling for an hour and a half, (laughs) but like it's they're They're like one minute videos that tells you how to do something. You want to do the AR stuff. It'll show you how to do that AR in in a minute. So I'm, I'm focusing on videos like that. And she advised me to continue to do that for a while and then and then, you know, jump into YouTube after you have more of of a video presence. And it's not just about artwork. Hmm. and i thought that was great advice so um for now instagram you can find me on instagram you can um find my email via instagram you can contact me on dribble that i'm never on i'm never on dribble but i will see the message eventually behance never on there but i will see it eventually instagram's the fastest and then watch out for that that youtube is coming i swear make it i got a skillshare actually what (laughs) Is that Shia LaBeouf? Just, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's the amazing thing for 2023. Just, just do it. Oh, I have a ton of tutorials. If I don't know if you got what what I do from this hour and a half conversation, but I have a ton of free tutorials on on Adobe sponsored by. You know, I have some some official Adobe content that are 100% free that you can watch. And I got uh, a Skillshare one that I prefer you to watch because I get paid if you watch that one. <laughs> Those links go to Fugs' uh, um, Instagram and there's Linktree, uh, which with loads of links to all your stuff. Yeah, just start off with Instagram and you'll find everything there. Perfect. Hey. There you go. Thank you, you for this. <laughs> Happy <Dude>. Christmas, everyone. <laughs> hey, man. Happy Christmas. Hey, dude. It's good talking to you, Mark. I miss you, man. It's been years. So we'll be soon. We'll be together soon in America. Sweet. We're not ending. We're, you're just you're just you're just recording, right? You're just ending the recording. <laughs> ending the give recording. me like give me like five minutes. Give me like five minutes. Right. Podcast. All right. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Sorry, everybody. Ramble. Oh, <laughs> Bye next week.